0: Now, I love to, I've always loved working with people, okay? Mm-hmm. So this business gives me the opportunity to coach and mentor mm-hmm. and empower right. agents. Yeah. Teach them to do the same thing that I'm doing so that they can change what's going on in their lives. Yeah. And so if I can do it, then I want to teach someone else yeah. who can teach someone else. You yeah. know, that old saying, give a man a fish he'll eat for a day, teach him how to fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. And that's what the concept that I work under now. So it's really exciting. The, yes, the overwrite checks are nice, but what to me is exciting is when one agent hires another and then teaches them and then uses the system and Mm -hmm. then so on and so on. It's like, oh my gosh, and now we're at 60 plus. Mm -hmm. And there's no ending in sight.
1: Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We're actually in Columbia, South Carolina. We're on our "Mindset Is Everything" tour. And uh, we're here with a very, very special guest. This person uh, has one of the best spirits I've ever seen. I don't know if it's vibe or aura. I don't know how you would refer to it, <laughs> but just one of the just one of the best people I know uh, from Augusta, Georgia, Miss Helen. Helen, how are you doing?
0: I am doing wonderful, Thomas. Thank you for that compliment.
1: Absolutely, yes, vibes. That's <laughs> what it is. Vibes. I wasn't sure like <laughs> what the proper term is. And that,
0: spirit too. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay.
1: Well, always, you always you always have such a beautiful smile on your face, and you're always so positive. Uh, we were just talking off camera. So you've been with Senior Life for like five years yes, now.
0: Yes, I'll be celebrating my fifth anniversary next month, October that is 2019. Amazing. I'm so stoked about that.
1: That is amazing. And we were talking also, you know, a lot of uh, of agents, you know, they, they bounce around a little bit when they're looking for a home as far as a final expense company. And we're fortunate for all the ones that have found us as a home But you said uh, when we were off camera that you actually don't know any other final expense companies. I
0: sure don't. I sure don't. When Lewis introduced me to final expense Mm -hmm. in January of 2014, I'd never even considered becoming a final expense specialist or a life insurance agent. But he made a very compelling uh, uh, introduction Mm -hmm. to the industry. And uh, fast forward to October uh, 2014, that's when I got my license mm. and got contracted and partnered up with Consolidated Planning and Senior Life Insurance Company. Wow. Yeah, just, and this is the only place I plan to go.
1: That's it, right, that's right here. Right. <laughs> this is it. This is it. How long have you known, Lewis? Uh,
0: January 2014. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> and it,
0: it, it was a mutual friend okay. in Augusta, or mm. mutual colleague, should I say, that was an agent with him, okay. that um, he had asked, did, he, did she know anyone in Augusta that had some influence that he could be able to connect with? Mm-hmm. And she immediately thought of me. She right. contacted me and said, I've got somebody I want you to meet. And his name is Lewis, mm-hmm. and you really need to meet him. And uh, we met at uh, P.F. Chang's um, okay. restaurant. Right. And he, you know, he was, he was very, he was very compelling. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more just the idea, because I've been an entrepreneur pretty much most of my life. Right. Uh, my background is in marketing and broadcasting yeah. and, <laughs> you know, I've written and published several books mm-hmm. and I've, I've been a talk radio host right. and a television um, host producer, and but at that particular time, I was in politics. I was deep in the middle of right. a political campaign. Right. So I was listening to him, and I was like, "Well, you know, I'm in the middle of this campaign. I want to be mayor of Augusta." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, Helen, whatever happens, um, you can still do this business." Right. And so uh, in May, it didn't go as planned. But you <laughs> okay. know what, got I'd had another plan, right. and uh, shortly after the May election um, that didn't take place for me, mm-hmm. I um, got a call from him, and he said, okay, Helen, you're ready to study for that exam and go <laughs> ahead and get your, get your license, right. and I said, you know what, yeah, now, I took it three times, okay, know, three times a charm, okay, and that's what I, I tell people They get frustrated when they don't pass the exam. I mm-hmm. said, "Look, you know what? All you need to do is pass it one time. Yes. Now you may have to take it three right. times, <laughs> but <laughs> right. you know for me, it was it there was just a lot of things emotionally going on that just kind of stopped my brain there for mm-hmm. a few minutes. But once I passed it, then it was it was you know i was I was just delighted, and then right. in October. He said, Okay, hey, we're I'm going to senior life insurance mm-hmm. company and this is where you're going to. There it is. And so I got licensed and appointed in October of twenty fourteen.
1: Wow. So what with you know, a lot of people taking the test multiple times, that's that's difficult, you know, and that can really um, like hurt somebody as far as trying to move forward. You know, failing once, you know, people view failure a lot of times as a is a really big thing when it's not necessarily the case. Right. What how do you maintain your positivity? To wind up taking the test three times.
0: Well, the first time, because I was so close. Mm. And now in Georgia, they don't give you your score. Right. You know, so you just look at the different categories and realize you're a little short here and Mm. not sure. And so I was just too close. And I've always, I've never been a quitter.
1: Right. I was
0: like, oh, no, this isn't going to beat me now. I also took into consideration that I was going through a lot of emotional things from, all of the negative that took place in the campaign. So I I equated it to that. Mm. But at the same time, I realized, okay, I want to do this. So I can't sell insurance unless I have a license. So I had to take it again. And then when I took it the second time, Thomas... Everything that I did good on the first time, I did worse. And (laughs) and so it flipped on me, and I'm like, oh, man. So I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do? In Georgia, you have to wait, I think it's um, almost 30 days before you can take the test again. And I got prepared, and I said, okay, I'm going to pass it. Mm. And then I did. Now, what's helpful for me with new agents, whether they're on my team or not, when I hear that they haven't passed it, I can relate with them. I can let them know, hey, look, I... I didn't pass it the first couple of times, mm-hmm. but you can do it. Yeah. And then I just give them some ideas on how to study for it. Right. You know, some people tend to want to just. Saunter through the material and take their time. Yeah. That's not the type of exam, you know. They need no. to just get in there, cram, <laughs> right. get it in your head, schedule that exam, and take it so why it's still fresh in your
1: mind. Absolutely. Yes. So how did yes. you? How did you? Because with the with the mayor election, you mentioned twice already, it was a bit of an emotional toll on you. Oh yes. So what What about that was such a toll? If you don't mind oh, talking about gosh. that.
0: Gosh. Um, you know, when you think about politics, it can. There's a lot of positives to politics, but there's a lot of negatives in terms of the, um, you know, when they, when you bring dirt out, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's true or not. But when there's a spin on it Mm -hmm. that makes it look like you're the worst person on the on the planet, that's kind of what happened with me, and it was more financial type of uh, situations Mm. that was drudged up by Mm. my uh, opponent or somebody that clearly I was a front runner at the time. And it was so like a few days before the election, all of these different things came out, Mm. whether it was tied in with my... Uh, even a, a house situation that my former husband and I right. you know so a lot of times you can have things like on your credit report or something negative kind of they can you know th- th- what can happen when when you're associated with someone, and their finances are bad, is going to be connected to you. Now, part of it was mine as well, but the fact of the matter is it was like less than a week before the the election Mm -hmm. that all of these things came to fruition. Mm -hmm. And so my um, front page news... Uh, um, on the 6 o'clock and 11 o'clock mm. news, I was headlined. And, wow. then you know, everything, Helen was the best thing since sliced bread right. prior to that. And right. then after people turned on me, it was just wow. ugly, ugly. It was it was horrible. Right. It was horrible. If, if anybody, you know, I, I, I love the idea of running for political office mm-hmm. and a lot of the skills that I learned, like the door knocking, mm-hmm. just knocking on a stranger's door. Right. I love that part. Because okay. I, I, I never meet a stranger. Okay. So doing the T and the lead and all that right. is very easy for mm-hmm. me. But the idea of someone kind of, you know, hitting, you know, hitting below the belt. Right. You know, I was blindsided. Right. And so when you're blindsided and it was so negative and you don't have a chance mm-hmm. to, you know, it was like I got sucker punched. Right. But I couldn't, I couldn't punch back because there wasn't enough time. right? So there's always two sides to a story. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to tell my side of the story because the election was like two or three days away. It was awful. awful. Yeah, it was really bad. Mm. But after all of that, I look back, Thomas, and I'm a very faith-based type person, yes. Yes. and I believe that that was just a, a, a way for God to let me know, okay, you know, I was... I was getting a little bit too big for my britches in some aspects of from a pride perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I can do this. I can do this. And, you know, God was like on the second or third tier of my priorities. (laughs) And he was letting me know, no, I'm priority. So so I had to get slammed. I had to get bruised pretty bad. Right. But, you know, I came back and see now I don't believe I would be here now. Doing as well as I am in this industry and having as much fun as I am in this industry if I had won that race. So everything always happens for a reason, Mm. but the emotional, I mean, think about it. If you have Facebook friends that immediately unfriend you when all that stuff went down, I mean, it was like (laughs) bing, 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 bing. Right. It, yeah that that's pretty devastating people yeah. who you you know what that were your friends right. and you thought so so that was the emotional t- and then it took an emotional toil on my family okay and when when we just imagine your parents seeing saying seeing all of this negative stuff in mm-hmm. the in the news about their daughter right. it was it was very hurtful so that was part of the reason that I said you know what this is too much of my family I'm just gonna drop out of the race oh, so wow. that's what I had to end up doing right and um. It was hard. Yeah. It was really hard, yeah. but I look back and I'm, I'm thankful of that whole experience, mm-hmm. as ugly as it was.
1: Wow. That is an amazing oh, yeah. story. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know all that. Like, oh, no. I've, I've heard the Cliff Notes version, but I haven't heard it in its entirety. Yeah. And you just man- maintain so much positivity from after that, and then like we just mentioned about um, with taking your test multiple times, and then also you were a professor?
0: Yes. What's- now, that was fast forward. Okay. I got my license in October of 2014 and became an adjunct instructor. That okay. same time same month right at Virginia College okay. so that's what I was doing because I was out of work from May through October right after the mayor's race because I was I had a business in, mm-hmm. in prior to that yeah but I put the business on hiatus I had to just get back into myself I had mm. to spend some time with me and find myself again because right. it was very it was tough right and so over the months you know I tried to find work tried to find work and then started to study for the exam and mm-hmm. then got the opportunity to teach at Virginia College right. of of Augusta mm-hmm. and that was doing both of them was just like the best thing but you know what's so funny what that? is several people I'd run into people post office different places right. oh helen what do you do? no after the the race right right, right. Oh, haven't seen you in a while. What are you up to now? Oh, I am teaching and I'm selling insurance. And the expression on their face—oh, like I would had a demotion or something. Right. And and what what they failed to realize was, when I ran for mayor, it was for the people. Right. You know, I was a, a you know the people's candidate. Yes. That's the way I am now. I've always wanted to help people, so right. here I am teaching, helping students, right. and. Selling legacy and love mm-hmm. and uh, hiring agents to do the same. Mm. I'm like, I felt like I died to go to heaven. But they're <laughs> looking at me like, oh, whoa. You, mm. That's what you're doing now, Helen. <laughs> I'm like, they
1: just don't get it. No,
0: They didn't get it.
1: Was that hard to juggle, though, to do the, the teaching and then doing insurance?
0: No, because I've always been very good with time management. Right. What became painfully clear mm-hmm. is that my income mm-hmm. from my life insurance right. business right. was far exceeding mm-hmm. what I was doing teaching.
1: I got you. And,
0: but then also during a, that period, I uh, pursued my Master's of Arts in English. Okay. Okay, so that was after I had started teaching. Mm-hmm. So that was an 18 month program that okay. was very intense, and I really wasn't doing that much. With the insurance at that time, just enough to, you know, stay on the books. Right, right. right. But I got my Master's of Arts in English Mm -hmm. from Southern New Hampshire University in May of 2017. And at that point is when I told Lewis. I said, okay, now I want to focus on my business and take it to another level. And I haven't looked back since.
1: That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Is, uh, that, is, that is absolutely amazing. <laughs> I know that uh, we had you on the cover of The Scoop oh, uh, in the man. past year.
0: man. My birthday month, too. My birthday's <laughs> in May. Oh, wow. That was like the coolest thing because, let me tell you, Thomas, yes. in about a year prior to that, mm-hmm. I had only told one fellow agent, I said, I wanna be in year 2019 mm. on the cover of school. Wow. I hadn't told anybody else, Lewis, when he called me that day and said, Helen, I just wanna let you know you're gonna be on the cover. And mm. I had to pull over. I was like, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I was
0: headed to Barnwell to work some leads early right. that morning, and he called me and I said, I got to pull over. What did you just say? Mm. Yeah, wow. so that was that was an honor. It really was. My, I mean, just like now. I mean, this is so cool.
1: What my favorite part about that is uh, you wrote your own article.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, now you get to tell the world,
1: right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we we always ask like for notes and like little tidbits and do interviews and you're really just like here. <laughs> here
0: it is. <laughs> <laughs> well you keep in mind now I have a um um but no, ger- I, no mean, I totally <laughs> get it. I totally get <laughs> it. It <laughs> was written way better than it would
1: have been <laughs> had we done it. But still, like that was pretty. That was pretty funny. Oh.
0: <laughs> and then you know what? Part of me was like, how hope I'm not insulting anybody by doing this. But no, not at all. you know, there's certain things sometimes because I know how things can be twist it not necessarily well, I mean, on purpose if, if so if it's going to be yeah. right, right you know I want it to come from my words yeah, and, and whatever you needed to do to tweak and so yeah that yeah. that was <laughs> oh I didn't I, see see now everybody knows
1: <laughs> well a lot of times when we try to get interviews you know it's, it's it there can be a degree of difficulty because you know agents are in the field they're on the phone right. they're selling they're very occupied with recruiting which is very important right at the same time we do want to tell their stories and promote that part of it and that's where marketing comes in and so right. it actually was a tremendous help for us. Right, all and right. It, for cool. everybody watching this, I do encourage like <laughs> submit stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it helps us out a great deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. From a time perspective too. Yeah, absolutely. you know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Now you were a military brat, is that right?
0: I am a military brat. My dad served twenty years in the Air Force.
1: That's awesome. And
0: my early years was spent uh, living overseas. I was born in Hampton, Virginia, and then from there we moved to in Germany, mm-hmm. and then from there, we moved to um, Brindisi, Italy. We lived oh, wow. there for four years. We lived in Germany for three years. Right. We lived in Key West, Florida for about three years. My brother and sister were born, mm. and then from there, we moved to Okinawa, Japan,
1: oh, and wow. we lived there for five <laughs> years, wow.
0: and the last place that my dad had his tour was in san antonio texas oh, and wow. so april of 1975 is when he retired well, and then we moved home where home is Hepsiba, georgia where my parents okay. were born and raised
1: so i was going to ask how you wound up yes, in the Augusta that's area, right. but that yes explains that's right yes that's home there.
0: that's where my you know on both sides of the family that's where my family's roots are right right yeah, well definitely yeah. thanks for his service i mean 20 oh, years thank is, you. is
1: definitely amazing was that hard growing up like going to, to schools, high schools, middle schools, all over the all over the world? No,
0: it wasn't because we didn't know anything different.
1: Oh, well, you know, you so
0: every two to five years we're in a different place. We have to make brand new friends. Right. You know, I had a lot of pen pals along the way, but after a while, the pen pals, you just kind of they kind of peter off. Yeah. You make new friends, and that's probably I think why my personality is the way it is, because when you're a military brat, mm-hmm. you have to adjust. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You have
0: to you learn diverse groups of people mm-hmm. and be uh, respectful mm-hmm. and yeah. and understanding and compassionate because everybody is different and so I grew up in in that environment and culture and I think that has served me well especially for what I'm doing
1: now absolutely that's um so it, I did hear whenever we did a little a little research and everything that your brother, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, yeah. like he was in the yeah. CIA. Yeah, well, we, can, we can
0: say it now that he is officially retired. Right. But yes, my brother, as a matter of fact, two weeks ago, what is today, Wednesday? Thursday. Today, Thursday. Two weeks ago, yesterday, my mom and I took a road trip to McLean, Virginia, to see the retirement and award ceremony for my wow. brother wow. Daryl, who wow. who spent 28 years in the CIA. Wow. <laughs> and so we were at. Uh, at the CIA headquarters yeah. for this event, and you want to talk about a surreal experience, Thomas. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yes, and he's, <laughs> he's, he, he served well. And that's then awesome. prior to that, he was in the Air Force. Hmm. He followed my father's footsteps because okay. he was, my dad was in intelligence. Mm-hmm. So my brothers, both of my brothers went in the Air Force in intelligence. Oh, wow. And so my brother decided, you know what, I, I want to go a little bit deeper with intelligence. Right. And he, he chose <laughs> to, the to go with <laughs> that. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that was, and that's recent. And now he's living in uh, L.A., Santa Monica, oh, wow. and, and loving
1: it. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely loving it. That's wonderful. And you have a lot of nieces and nephews, is what I was uh, told. Well, yes. that's actually—I believe you mentioned that whenever you spoke at one of our events yes, uh, previously. Yes, yes,
0: those are my babies. Yeah. I have—I have nine nieces and nephews, wow. and eleven great nieces and great nephews. <laughs>
1: wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. And they're scattered. I mean, from okay. Augusta to Seattle, Washington, mm-hmm. Chicago, Atlanta. In Tampa, okay.
1: Florida. Mm-hmm. I got you. And then also, whenever you spoke last time, you actually spoke about your sister a little bit. Yeah. Is that something you'd be willing to mention? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that was kind of a tough time for you as well. Yeah. That wasn't too long ago, right? No. Yeah. yeah. That
0: was um, January. Okay. Uh, wow. Sometimes when I talk about my sister, I can just talk about her. I'm fine. Yeah. And then just now, it was like, bam. Uh, January 23rd. Mm. She was only 53. Right. My only sister right. uh my my best friend and my my great niece found her home mm. deceased right, and she had been there all day right and she was sitting in the chair next to her bed as if she was sleeping, mm-hmm. but she wasn't
1: right
0: so yeah that was a tough day,
1: yeah,
0: that was a tough day um and what was so special was of course she had legacy
1: yes. That's and where I was man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, our legacy. Yeah. You know, just love every one of them. They were yeah. so compassionate. Yes. So you know, yeah. it was it was good.
1: Who it was a beautiful what?
0: casket. Yeah. Um, but they the you know, it was so interesting when we as agents are out in the field.
1: Yeah.
0: And we're sitting in the client's house making an award-winning presentation. Mm-hmm. We talk about these things, but if you haven't had that firsthand experience of how they really do interact with the families, so when I'm talking, I can give real life experience. Now, of course, that was the fourth time because I had three, yeah, the fourth time because I had three clients that Mm. also had passed away over the years, and I saw, and what I tell people is that it wasn't because I'm an agent that they were so kind. They do that with everybody. Absolutely. So, yeah, January. And what's so interesting, too, Thomas, is that was my best month in uh, in in AP. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, because she passed away on the 23rd. Yeah. And so prior to the 23rd, I had like 13, almost 14,000 in wow. annual premium. And that was my largest month. Now, yeah. keep in mind, January was the first month that I went full time.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah.
0: Yeah, what? I had prayed all of 2018. Yeah. That. You know what? God, give me uh, some signs to let me know that I need to break off from my contract with Virginia College right. so that I can do this full time. So January was my very first month. Wow. She was my biggest cheerleader. Right. When it come to politics... My sister was a bulldog. <laughs> right. Nobody, she was like a, a armor bear. Yeah. Nobody could get near me. Right. And if guys wanted to come and try to right. holler, <laughs> oh, they were like, oh, no, no, what do you want to talk to my sister for? Because she's running for bear. My sister was no joke. Right, And she was, you know, that that's the part that I miss a lot because- it's like, now I don't have anybody to protect me. Mm. She protected me, even right. though she was six years younger. Right. But we were very, very close. Yeah. She was a sweetheart.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing that story. Um, I myself have a similar story with Legacy. Oh. You know, I don't know if I've ever even talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, but last year in May, uh, my grandmother passed away. Oh. And I was extremely close to her. I was actually there when she passed away. I was oh. in the hospital with her. I actually oh. held her hand oh. while she passed away. Wow. And uh, we weren't sure exactly what we were gonna do, and we got with Legacy, and she is now buried in a Legacy casket How about in that? Thomas County, Georgia. Wow. Uh, and Kat was actually the one that helped us, Katherine Connor, and uh, she was a tremendous help. So uh, Legacy is something I really believe in, and it's really awesome, you know, because you're going through those tragedies, and with your job, with being an, uh, a final expense agent, you're talking about those right, things. Right. But, you know, it's a little bit different whenever you see it firsthand but it makes it that much more um, special to the policyholders because they know that you've been through the the thing that you're actually talking about. Absolutely,
0: and if we could talk about legacy just for a moment, Absolutely. I definitely, I mean, from from Cat all the way down, everybody, they are just, and I know there's some new faces there, mm-hmm. so I don't know them by name, but I already know that they are awesome, yeah. exemplary, yeah. because I've experienced it now four times, including my sister. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize that. Yes. Now, what I what the one I want to mention is a woman who had bought a policy on her father who was in an assistant living facility mm-hmm. he passed away in on the day before memorial day 2018 mm-hmm. okay she called me and told me their husband or her her father had passed away and then I, I sent her what I normally do because I have cats. Text her number, so right. I text her, letting her know to expect a phone call, et cetera, et cetera. And she, because and the offices of Senior Life was open on Memorial Day, yeah. So she was able to get the business going, and she. Ended up calling, my client had actually called the funeral home because he died in Thompson, Georgia, mm-hmm. and but he wanted to be funeralized in Sparta, Georgia. Okay. Now, that's like an hour and a half yeah. drive, okay? Right. He wanted to have two services. He wanted to have a brief service in Thompson because he knew the people from Thompson wouldn't drive to Sparta <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> right. But he wanted to be buried in Sparta at his church, which yeah. was a small country church and uh, the graveyard in the backyard. Well, she had called the funeral home home and had gotten a quote for like ten thousand dollars right mm. and and so by the time she got with Legacy and and the um, young lady which I can't think of her name right this second I'm so sorry but she did, did the negotiating and dropped got got it down to six thousand and sixty dollars wow four thousand dollar savings yes. it gets even better Thomas <laughs> yeah I went to her father's funeral it yeah. was on a Saturday right sitting there in the pew, you know, waiting for the people to come in and, and was looking at the funeral program. And I'm reading under acknowledgements and she's got my name oh, in that wow. funeral program. Wow. I want a special thanks to Helen Blocker Adams, a senior life, senior life insurance representative. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, Wow. Oh
1: <laughs> my goodness, right that there to was be. big. Yeah.
0: So now I have it laminated and I've even given a copy to several agents <laughs> on my team right. because when I'm sitting there with the client, I, I show that to them. Yeah. To let them know this is someone who was a client who was so appreciative that she put my name in the program. Wow. So and saving them four thousand dollars. So that was pretty phenomenal. Yes. Yeah.
1: That is very special. Absolutely. That was kind of switching gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so you've been You've been hiring agents yourself, correct? Yes, sir. You've been, you've been growing your agency. Oh, yes. So, what is what is the the growth of your own agency mean oh, to you? My goodness,
0: it has been amazing. You know, when we think of we we always talk about okay, follow the system. You yeah. know, we have a system, and there's 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 systems in place for us to recruit, to hire, to sell the policies. Mm-hmm. To meet people, right. the materials that you all put out, and you know, the websites that we've created. But last year, this time, mm-hmm. I think Adam's group probably had maybe 10, 10 agents, and we were just, we were just going in terms of my mindset of, okay, right. yeah, I want to build an agency. Yeah. Because that wasn't my original tent when I first came on board. I was just gonna sell. Insurance right. and I was going to sell final expense primarily to my warm market until mm. Lewis um, tapped me on the shoulder one day <laughs> and said, Helen, okay, um, you need to get leads. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to work my warm market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because um, I have a large warm market, he says, Helen, do you trust me? Mm. And I said, Yes, I trust you. I got leads and I've been on leads ever since. Wow. Now, this was little about a year and a half ago now, mm. so year. About a year or so ago, 10, 11 agents, and now it's probably 60, 61 agents. And I mean, we have hired like nine this month on, wow. on our team. It's unbelievable. My largest group is in Houston, Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> Houston, Texas, by one. And and that's what Lewis always tells us: one person can change the whole, transform your whole organization. Yeah. And that's what happened. That one person that I recruited via a uh, comment on Facebook.
1: A, a Facebook comment. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. Her name
0: is Penny. Penny, and she. Uh, recruited others and recruited others and so forth and so forth. And mm-hmm. now this uh, this organization is just our agency is growing. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we went from twenty one last month yes. on the the leaderboard yeah. to number eleven.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah
1: i so excited is, about that. You know, a lot of people, they come in, they, they want to be just personal producers. That's, yeah. all, that's their main focus. Yeah. And you had a similar idea in the beginning. I did. So what would you tell to somebody now who is still kind of um, adamant about just being a personal producer? What would you tell them?
0: I would tell them, think about the fact that you might not be able to get up one morning and go out in the field. Right. You might be sick for a week or two weeks or three weeks. Right. Unless you've been stacking money over a period of time, <laughs> right. you got to keep making your own money. Right. So, I think what's what happened with me when I started getting uh, the the override mm. over just a couple of agents. Yeah. And then I started doing the math. I said, "Now that's <laughs> that's twenty something dollars, thirty something dollars." And I said, "Hmm, that was just one day, one one policy. Right. What if I had ten right. to do the same thing in the same day?" I started doing the math, and it was a wrap from then. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this is what Lewis keeps talking about." Yeah. Now I love to. I've always loved working with people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this. Business gives me the opportunity to coach and mentor mm-hmm. and empower right. agents, Yeah, teach them to do the same thing that I'm doing so that they can change what's going on in their lives. Yeah. And so if I can do it, then I want to teach someone, teach someone else yeah. who can teach someone else, you yeah. know, that old saying, give a man a fish. He'll eat for a yeah, day,
1: yeah.
0: teach him how to fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. Yeah. And that's what the concept that I work under now. So it's really exciting. The Yes, the override checks are nice, but what to me is exciting is when one agent hires another and then teaches them and then uses the system and mm-hmm. then so on and so on. It's like, oh, my gosh, and now we're at 60-plus. Mm-hmm. And there's no ending in sight right. because besides me – It's not like I'm personally recruiting all these people. So you've got Joe or Jane or Jill over here. Mm -hmm. They're working their businesses. Right. So outside of me, and that's the beauty of this, is that a person can come in learned the business, yeah, you may want to be an independent producer, mm-hmm. but after a while, when you start looking around and thinking about, okay, you know what, I don't want to always be paid off of my own efforts. Right, right. You know, I want to create a retirement income. Mm-hmm. I'm 60 years old now, so I want to be able to set back several years from now and watch those monies flowing in, but still go out and teach and hire and train <laughs> and
1: Absolutely. do
0: that until I'm not able to walk anymore.
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, one thing we always talk about, like, what's the ideal recruit? Do you have an ideal recruit? A lot of people think before they start recruiting, if they're a personal producer, before they start recruiting, they think that they're supposed to look for something specific. What do you look for?
0: Personality. The way they treat people. If they're compassionate, empathetic, they have a, a, a good spirit about them. Right. And I, used, I watch people you know i watch them whether i'm sitting in a restaurant or 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 at a bank or any place i'm just watching how they handle people. Right. Because we're in the people business. Yeah. And we're talking about something that's very delicate mm-hmm. that most people don't want to talk about.
1: Yeah, that's very so true. So
0: you can't be just some hardcore type person. You've got to be someone who's got a little bit of heart in my mind. Okay. And and so that's that's what I that's what I look for. Mm-hmm. And they, they come in all shapes and sizes. You yeah. know, um, it, it doesn't matter from that perspective. Right. But yeah, compassion good spirit mm-hmm. and we, we got to be able, I, I think if it would, I like to have or invite that person to my home for dinner. Right. If, if the answer is no, nah, that's not a fit for, not for great. my, for my, for my group. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The spirits got to connect mm-hmm. and I can, I usually can catch that pretty, pretty instant. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we were talking, we've, you mentioned Lewis a few times already, you know, he is something I, I really love and respect about him is you know, you you know where you stand with him. Right. He is a very straightforward kind of person. You know, a lot of people will spend a lot of time trying to figure out how they're going to tell you something, or you know. But he is just very straight and to the point. Right. Uh, he was that way when he encouraged you to get leads. Mm-hmm. You know, how how is Lewis as your final expense mentor, as your RVP, as your leader? How is he for you?
0: He is pretty amazing. Now, granted, yes, he is kind of straight and no chaser, okay? But that's what's helped build me Mm -hmm. as an individual and as a final expense specialist. Mm -hmm. And he he makes it very clear that that's what we are, final expense specialists. Mm -hmm. He has taught me about being focused and not letting the distractions, even though sometimes I do my distractions, all those nieces and nephews <laughs> and great nieces right, and right. everybody knows and he knows it, but right. he's very patient. But okay. every now and then he'll say, OK, Helen, you know, you know what you need to do. And I already know. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but but he is is I would not be where I am, not only in this business, mm. but he helped me. And even he doesn't even know it, kind of indirectly, even through that that dark time mm-hmm. when after the mayor's race. Right. Now, he even came to a couple of my fundraiser events oh, wow. after I met him in January. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he came from Columbia to several of my, camp, my political events. But just afterwards, just in terms of his... He was very compassionate and concerned, but at the same time, okay, Helen, you ready to go ahead and get your license? Right. So, yeah, he is just just amazing in, in so many ways. And I do have to sometimes, because he comes across in a way that people may not take him right, mm-hmm. and so I always have to let some of my folks know that's on my team. It's like, you know, so <laughs> I was like, he's got the biggest heart on the planet. Right. And now the other part, oh, not to get real sensitive, he came to my sister's funeral. Oh, wow. I didn't even know he was coming. Wow. And I cried like a baby <laughs> when I saw him. I was like, oh, my gosh, he came. Wow. Yeah, that meant a lot.
1: That meant a lot. So personally and professionally, he's been there for you. Yes.
0: Yeah. Since January 2014. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: That's why I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, between Lewis Consolidated Planning and Senior Life Insurance Company. Right. I don't need to go anywhere else. This is it.
1: This is all you need. This
0: is all I need. Yes.
1: Now with growing your agency to what you have, how has in, his influence and guidance helped you be a better leader? Because you've talked about how he's gotten you as a better producer. How did he help you become a better leader?
0: Oh, and i am still got a long ways to go because I'm still not as tough as him. Right. Okay. I'm one of the nurturers yeah. and, and, and I don't want to push too hard, but I'm learning with people if you don't, Push them. You've got to know everybody can be pushed a certain way. Right. You know, some of them you have to be a little bit softer with, but the others you can like. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, crack the whip. Right. But he has taught me how to be a little bit firmer, right. to just and not in a mean way. You know, I don't curse, so that won't be an issue. Right. But just from the standpoint of being more firm and direct. Mm-hmm and being that coach to help my agents get to the next level and not just take Anything that that's they say at face value to right. be a little bit more direct. So yeah, so I'm constantly watching him mm-hmm. and paying attention. And every now and then I'll try to use some <laughs> of those techniques, right. and and they work. But yeah, Absolutely. I think the part about me being a little bit more direct and firm, right. you know, and not being just you know miss miss nice. But I want to build a huge agency like his. Yes. And sometimes you can't do it by being the nice guy all the time. Uh, yeah, you know, that's
1: very true. That's very very true. Yeah.
0: Not that I'm going to be mean, but like nice nasty kind of be, you know, so that I so that I can
1: so <laughs> right. that I can get my the, point the across. Yeah, you, that yeah. balance yeah. for me.
0: And and so far, you know, I've got a great great team. I just yes. I just love on them. You know, I love yes. on them. And yes. and I believe when you do that, they'll. And now all of them aren't on the same level as you well know. But the one that hasn't written a policy mm-hmm. to the one that's written nine or ten poli- uh, thousand right. nine or ten thousand in a week, I right. love on them the same way. Absolutely. And because at some point something's going to click as yes. long as they stay engaged, that they're going to get to the level that they that they need to be. And I'm I'll, I always tell them I'm here. I'm here for you. I make myself available for my team. I don't care when <laughs> when they text me, you know, I'm, I'm there for them and that, they know that.
1: Absolutely. So just uh, just talking about everything, talking about growing your agency, everything that you're doing, what does the future hold for you? and your agency with Senior Life Insurance Company. Oh my
0: goodness. I I want to be able to hire and train and mentor and coach and empower hundreds of people mm. all over the United States. Yeah. Right now I have 60 61 or 62 agents in seven states. Oh wow. I would like to be in every have somebody in every state of Absolutely. the United States. Absolutely. Um, that's because if I can help impact somebody's life now, I'm helping their family, helping yeah. change the traje- trajectory of their life, yeah. then, you know, it's like, man, God, that's that's what he has me here on the planet to mm-hmm. do. So that's where I, I, I don't... I don't really have a dollar figure. I just figure if I can help enough people to achieve their dreams um, by any means necessary through all the tools that we have and the fun that we have in this business, then that's what I want to do and and be in this business until I'm not able to talk anymore or use my fingers to be able to write to say what I'm saying (laughs) or walk. Yeah, this Mm. is this is it for me.
1: There you go. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a true testament of who you are as a human being. I think uh, any good person, any humble person realizes that we're actually servants for other people. Yes, and yes. so to so view that it's not about the money or anything like that as much as it is about helping other people Absolutely. It, is very amazing. Um, anytime we do the podcast, before we wrap everything up, I always want to give the guests a chance to say anything. If we miss something, if there's something you want to mention or anything like that before we conclude today.
0: I first of all, I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. You know, I want to thank Shiraka for for recommending me to mm-hmm. um, Aileen to to be a part of this. I've watched every podcast, <laughs> okay, and and I love them. Yes. I love them getting the chance to see all of the different faces mm-hmm. of Senior Life Insurance Company, and I want to thank the Senior Life Insurance Company yes. for this opportunity because this is my first time ever in the final expense industry. Right. Now, what I didn't say earlier. Earlier was that my very first job, you're not gonna believe this, Thomas, mm-hmm. when we moved to Augusta, Georgia, when my right. dad retired right. in April of nineteen seventy five, I was a I was in the last six week of my 10th grade year. Mm. So when I became a junior, I started working as a telephone canvasser at Mount Olive Memorial <laughs> Gardens, which okay. is located right down the street from my my parents' house, right. okay, and I would call people in the evenings, I would get, off, get out of school, come there, and call and schedule appointments right. for the salesman to go and sell pre-planned pre-planned cemetery plots.
1: Oh, this, wow. was 19, <laughs> this was in
0: nineteen this was in nineteen seventy six. Wow. And my mother told me then, oh my gosh, anybody that can sell cemetery plots can sell anything. <laughs> now here I am, you know, fifty something years <laughs> almost later. Full
1: circle, yeah. <laughs> almost full circle
0: in final expense. Never thought about it. Wow. But just the idea, you know, senior life insurance company, I just admire the founders. I admire wow. Ron yes. um, every time I see him and I just, the way he's, Fighting those videos, yeah. the way they show yeah. how he's really just fighting to to walk again. Yeah. It's 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 just a testament to the integrity and the 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 strength yes. of this company. And I like being a part of that. You Definitely. know, I like being a part of something that's real and authentic. And yeah. so I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for Lewis and Consolidated Planning and just the idea of being able to touch more lives, not only as hiring agents, but all of the families out there that need legacy and love, you know, with me and my team, if we can be able to tap into as many of them as we can all across the United States, then that's, that's what I want to be able to to, do. And, and I'm just uh, honored to be a part of this whole movement, if you will. Absolutely.
1: Well, we are definitely honored that you took time with us today. Uh, thank you I already thought you were an amazing person before you even sat down <laughs> in here and just to hear uh, your trials and tribulations and your journey actually just shows how even more amazing that you are than I actually knew so it's definitely been an honor today Thank you, I Thomas. really appreciate you and all that you do I
0: appreciate you yeah. too thank you so much Absolutely. and Kent and, and uh, Don, Don as yeah. well thank
1: Absolutely. you Absolutely. well thank you so much for coming today and like we say at the end of every single podcast it's uh, senior life all your life